Triple M. Mrs. Olivia Buckley of Cherry Brook invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Cal Wilson. Thank you, Mrs. Olivia Buckley of Cherry Brook, still our sponsor at Get This. It's me, Tony Martin. It's that man, Ed Cavalier. Good morning, Tony. Not to be confused with the bloke who's eaten 47 cheese sandwiches <laughs> in 10 minutes. He's good, that guy. We'll get to that story <laughs> later. And what about a round for Cal Wilson? Here she is. Good morning. Where have you been around the country? I've been in I've been in Bathurst. I've been in um, Taree. Wow. I've been in Gosford. I was bitten by a small dog. Wow. This is a segment. <laughs> provoked. This you... shows out of the box. I, I provoked it by running down a footpath a couple of hundred metres away from its house, and it and its small friend attacked me. <laughs> in Bathurst. Obviously, not in a car, not good enough. And what do you do? You go around the country... Being a New Zealander who knows all about Australian football. Well, in this case, I'm part of a I'm part of the comedy festival roadshow, so we ah. have twenty minutes each to talk about being bitten by small animals oh, and okay. seeing the front <laughs> of webs milked at the reptile park and things like that. Because I need you to explain football. That's that's because of the the <laughs> that's the weak link of get this. Yeah. Me right. knowing nothing about football. Which, which football though? Because at the moment, football pretty much soccer, isn't it? Really? You better still dancing yeah. in my Seven Eleven. Yeah, yeah, I'm. 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 I, I'm very tired. Cause I'm pretty much nocturnal now because I try and watch <laughs> every game, and I'm just really starting to catch up. Yeah. What I, about the? Is there something going on in New Zealand though with it? What's the handbag story? Oh, uh, Tana Umanga, who may or may not still be the captain of the All Blacks, I'm a bit shaky on that. Uh, uh, another player was getting a bit ropey in a bar, and so Tana Umanga quelled him by whacking him with a woman's handbag <laughs> so hard that he smashed the, sh- the cell phone inside the handbag. And then I think they sold it on eBay for 15 grand. <laughs> and now they're trying to sell the footage of him smashing the handbag <laughs> on eBay. Hey, Tone, yesterday we were talking about, you know, Socceroos won. They did. I was I was there in Taree in a small brick motel screaming my lungs out. Well, I'm sure they appreciated the support. <laughs> because and I was watching the soccer, by the way. Just uh, okay. <laughs> Not just for fun no. or a stir. Well, you know, I was complaining that at the end of the game, you know, what I want is a slow motion replay of the highlights set to inspirational music. Mm. And instead they cut to like Rally Rastis and Ned Zelich, you know, arguing about space usage. Uh, but yesterday, last night, they replayed some of it and they got me back, Tony. What have they done? Well, they started the slow-mo and I thought, here we go. And I turned up the TV only to be alarmed by hearing, I love you. <laughs> and there he was, Chad Paddlepot Line <laughs> Kruger. Out front of Nickelback, ruining the footage for the nation. It could have been worse. What? It could have been that semi father <laughs> preferred. I'd like to get to know you well. Oh, now, Jones, <laughs> that'll be enough of that. They're doing things to get me interested in football. Oh, yeah. Firstly, football is inspiring people to dance at 7-Elevens at 6 in the morning, so Absolutely. I'm getting interested. Yeah. Now there's a country with a... What, what's that new country? Oh, Togo. Togo. That's a real country, Togo. <laughs> it sure is. And uh, it's not like the Ukraine, a made-up country for the internet. <laughs> to- Togo sounds like something like a, a clothing feature. You know, like you don't have buttons, you have Togos <laughs> yes, instead. That's where they come from. Yeah. They're all wearing Togos. <laughs> <laughs> Who's their coach? Uh, the, the coach of Togo had their first game in the World Cup finals ever last night. Mm. His young German man called Otto Fister. Otto Fister. <laughs> I want full details from you, Ed Cavalier, yeah, when yeah, you're yeah. in Germany, because you're heading off at the end of this Friday, week. Friday, constant Fister updates. 
and the full Otto Fister story Absolutely will right. be enacted on this program. Yeah, rules with an iron fister. Here's what happened to me this morning. I'm sitting in this cafe looking through the AS. paper trying to think of uh, bits for the show. I like, I like your sound effects of the newspaper. Yeah. It's real newspaper, folks. I can see it. It's the secret sound. Um, but I'm sitting there and there's a table next to me for two people. Yeah. And this enormous woman's come in and tried to move, you know, a third chair in. Oh, and yeah. she's round the side and her huge solar eclipse causing ass <laughs> is on my table to the point where it's actually touching my toast. That's crossing a line, I think. And it's you nudging. The bottom touched your toast. It was nudging my breakfast. And Maybe you're trying to swallow some... your breakfast. <laughs> Quite possibly. And I've thought, I've got to say something. Yeah. So I've, this is what's come out of my mouth. Oh, no. How pathetic is this? I won't pretend that this isn't confronting. <laughs> That's what I've said. Said non sequitur man. <laughs> and she's looked around and she's gone, you're a very rude little man. Oh. A very rude little man. I'm going, fair enough. She's obviously heard the program. Fair enough. But then she's gone too far. What would you say? She's looked down at the newspaper I've got open uh, and she's gone, you're worse than him. Who? And you know who the paper was open at? I don't know. Who? Victoria's sex witch. Robin Fletcher. Really? I'm sure people have seen him. He's He kind of looks a bit like Daniel Kitson gone to seed, <laughs> if you've seen his work. <laughs> that is going too far. Way too far. I may be a rude little man, but no. I'm not some pervy wiccan. No, not at all. How's that? Do you That's think she just much. thought you were saying you were confronted by her size rather than the fact that she had her bum in your toast? Like, <laughs> did she know that she was actually in your breakfast? <laughs> Oh. It's like when you have cornflakes and you sometimes used to get that little plastic toy, you have got like the free enormous woman that comes with your toast and marmite. I think that's what it was. Cal, Cal's right. I think she thought you were commenting on her girth, like, yeah. you, like you are now on national radio. <laughs> She's probably listening now. Right? Ooh, there's quite a large woman outside the window. <laughs> I'm prepared to accept that I'm rude, but I'm no pervy wiccan. <laughs> Welcome aboard, Cal Wilson. Let's get this program started. It's Get This. Johnny and Mary here at Get This around the nation with uh, Tony Martin, Ed Cavalier, and Cal Wilson is with Hello, us. Cal. Already Hello. busting out the women's mags, oh, I see. Yes. What do you got there? Um, uh, well, Angelina Jolie's had a baby. I don't know yeah. whether you've heard. There's been something about it. Yeah. Um, quite the largest lips in the history of mankind. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite disturbing, isn't I it? I mean, it's cute, but big lips, like, you know, adult mum-sized lips on mm. tiny baby. Mm. Oh, wow. And what I've noticed about Angelina Jolie is that every country she goes to, she picks up a child. Like, I collect fridge magnets. Isn't that easier? Rather than going, you know, my mum went to Namibia and all I got was this lousy little sister. <laughs> and you could attach the baby to the fridge That's with true. the lips. Or she could be on the inside of the car window, like those little toys. <laughs> Now we're talking. Like a stick on Garfield. Very good. What Very do the good. insiders have to say? Because what we love on this program oh, how is, going, oh. is the uh, insiders. And we have a sort of competition Look, every week. They've gone down. To be honest, Tony, I reckon they've gone downhill lately. I reckon mm. the insiders have kind of slacked off a bit. The Namibian insiders, uh, <laughs> what are they saying? Yeah, um, they well, Famous Magazine has an insider from inside the Namibian compound who cool. says, Oh, wow. Everyone thought that the Jen-Brad love triangle was the thing of the path, but it's reared its ugly head. Only this time Angelina is the one feeling insecure about Jennifer. She's feeling odd about her body, having trouble breastfeeding, and is really broody. And Brad's interest in Jennifer and her career and her new life is making her jealous. Which is too much information a for a sentence from a real person. <laughs> and her new career. Uh, then there's, uh, of course, this nude scene and the breakup. Oh, yeah. So, of course, obviously, that's making Angelina feel insecure because she's just had a baby. Ah, right. Say the insiders. Right. To be honest, 
Brad's so wrapped up in this child and the fact Ange made his baby dream come true, we're pretty sure that checking out Jennifer in the buff in the breakup is the last thing he cares about. To be honest. <laughs> made his baby dream come true. <laughs> is that a sentence a person would use? An insider. And then there was something else in one of the magazines about saying that he's as tired as any normal new dad. And I was like, I bet you he's not. I bet there's 800 nannies on hand. All on silk pillows. Yeah. Hey, uh, how do you feel about Danny Minogue? Oh. Because she's been hard done by the poor thing. Mm. Uh, She's released a calendar, um, you know, with her her scantily clad and then the dates underneath. Uh, And she's gone on a talk show to, you know. What a novel idea. (laughs) It's new. She's just come up with it uh, just to, to, to plug it. And the poor thing's upset. Look, I had a calendar out, and all Richard, the, the host, wanted to do was lech over it, which I wasn't comfortable with. <laughs> I did notice that. He didn't what want was to, he meant to do? He wanted, you know, he's meant to discuss the 16th, the uh, 17th I of August what, with I us. I love what you've done with June. I love the way you've got the 15th yeah. to the 16th. I see you've got the moon cycle. Well done. <laughs> he should be gushing over the fonts. <laughs> The kerning. Oh, the well, kerning. Come on, Danny. Why do you think people. And never mind. Well, was she worried, though, that he was looking at the calendar and not at her? Is she going, ah, my paper image isn't as hot as I am? Might be. Might be. I reckon I found the fakest sounding quote of the week what from, you got? An, from an insider. It's a new weekly. They always top yep. everybody. They got the best. The best. Uh, K-Fed. Oh, yes. We love oh, K-Fed and Brittany, and now Brittany's got the mysterious Manny. <laughs> That's the male nanny. <laughs> Who's Navy dude. Who only just missed out on becoming a Navy SEAL, it's stated proudly in the article. I should add. <laughs> really? Only just how missed you, out. How do you just miss out? I don't know. You're not hairy enough or you don't have flippers or I don't know. <laughs> don't have a cool enough nickname. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's what he's doing. He's uh, getting into a sort of chest bump and rivalry with K-Fed oh, over uh, Brittany. What's going on? Uh, listen to this. They've had a feud. Oh, yeah. This is a quote from an insider. Oh, yes. She came out and said to Kevin, leave me alone. I've told you how I feel, and you've had a million second chances. Now accept it. Mm. You're not half the man this guy is. <laughs> <laughs> Who's writing this stuff? How come every insider in every article is written by the same bad scriptwriter? And then, but this is the one. This is quote of the week. Realising he'd been defeated, oh. a source said Kevin muttered under his breath that he'd show that guy his boss. <laughs> then as he was leaving, Kevin allegedly shouted back at Perry, that's the Manny, oh, yeah. you'll never take my place in her bed. Ooh. <laughs> I can imagine oh. K-Fed, you know. I know he does some pretty crap rhymes, <laughs> and his rapping is useless. But would even he come out with as bad a dialogue as, you'll never take my place in her bed. <laughs> Ouch. No. Ouch. That's the worst. That's the worst. That gets that's the, the worst. award. This week's Insider. What have we got here? Uh, Hilary Duff has, oh, yes. uh, you may have seen her the enormous doof. piano key teeth that she's had installed. <laughs> Show me. She's had those, they're called veneers. <laughs> they're known as chiglet teeth really? in America because they look like chiglets. That's a chiglet. She's gone about, it's like, like a... Like a tic-tac or a piece of chewing gum. Oh, thank you. An yep. enormous white thing that resembles a tooth but larger. Gotcha. But she's obviously gone in for like seven sizes too big. <laughs> had the wrong ones installed. But why would she need that? Why would she need new teeth? I don't know. Because... It, they were necessary because her old teeth kept chipping on microphones. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That, that's right. She's got no small motor skills or something like that. She just keeps whacking herself in the mouth while she's singing. Singing. Okay. Oh, uh, then, of course, the other big story in the women's mags is Kirsty Alley's secret fast food binges. Secret. We're well, not very secret because there's photos of them in, in every mag. But what I love is, have a look at this, Cal. That is last week's new idea. 
There's Kirsty Alley looking fairly mm. slim. Oh. Yes, busting and hot. week later in the new weekly, Jabba the Hutt. That's true. She's, and it says, packed on 20 kilos. All just under a chin. <laughs> <laughs> How She's many? just got a goiter, the poor woman. It's a woman. flesh-coloured neck brace. <laughs> <laughs> How many burgers do you need to eat in one week, Ed Cavalli? Yeah, to put on 20 kilos. To put on that much challenge, weight. That's a challenge I'm willing to take. And listen to this. After munching on the mega meal, oh, yes. Ali apparently drove straight to a nearby health spa for a body-cleansing colonic. <laughs> Now, let's not bother with how they know that. <laughs> right. Insider. An insider at the arse really, clinic. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's how it works. In one end and then out the other straight away. But it hasn't worked because, as you say, flesh-coloured neck brace. <laughs> Is that it from the celebrity insider? Oh, I've got one more. I've let's, got one more thing. Yep. Look, those of you out there hoping to and aspiring to be models, as us three are, as well as Richard mm. Marslin, uh... Look at what you have to look forward to. Amy, someone or another, one summer or thump something or another uh, model contest, right? And right. Listen to Brilliant them. reporting. Listen. <laughs> Get this. Listen your to Your number one connection <laughs> for accurate information about something or other. <laughs> listen to the wonderful things that she's become a part of. She got to sit on the beach at 6.30 in the morning in a bikini and I was freezing. Then she gets to tell the models who hope to win her contest next year. And finally, this is the big one. Now that she's an internationally famous model, she got to meet Axel Whitehead from Video Hits. <laughs> get a job at David Jones. <laughs> it doesn't get any better Come than on. that. That's it from the Celebrity Insiders <laughs> at Get This. That's the Veronica's When It All Falls Apart here at Get This on Triple M. Cal Wilson is our co-host this morning. Were you just on the TV, Cal? Were you Apparently. Just- What's going on there, Ed? Oh, uh, they're replaying um, uh, Skid House, and Carl was just in a sketch. Ah, yeah. you were in Skid House. You were in the second year, were you? Yes. Oh, right. Yes. You were sort of like the Sammy Hagar of Skid yeah, House. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> same hair, sort of same tights. I can't remember. Uh, there's a show on at the moment called The Wedge on Channel 10, which yeah. is like the new sketch comedy show. Now, I'm not going to say whether it's good or bad. That's up for the listeners to decide. Absolutely. But how bad are the canned laughs? Oh, really? It's like they've only got one. It's like, <laughs> no matter what somebody does, you just cop. <laughs> I think you should have three or four and rotate them. I like it when they have the, uh, they, they go to the trouble of having one person who's laughing, like, much louder than mm. everyone else. And unusually, there's a kind of, yeah. <laughs> that's one of those laughs. I like that. That'll be Good. Ian McFadgen. There you go. <laughs> now, have you, the road show. Yes. Still going? Yes. I'm, I'm still on the comedy Where are we going? road Where show. Where we... um, uh, there's a bit going in other places, oh, yeah. but Where are you going? next next week, um, like some of it's in Tasmania at the moment. But next oh, yeah. week, I'm off to um, South Australia, Port, um, Port, oh, no, Point Perry, Point Perry, Point Perry. <laughs> nice. Uh, um, uh, uh, Lismore. Yeah. Cool. Perhaps if that's still in South Australia, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's not in New sure. South Wales, but that's New cool. South Wales. Yeah, I think yeah. we're going there. We're going to Coffs Harbour, not uh, South Australia. Cough. I'm aware of. Uh, and Canberra and um, Roxby Downs. Right. Roxby Downs. And do you? What do you do? Like when you're not, like. We try and find the shittest big tourist attraction we can find. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you say we, who's on the road show? Um, so this is the comedy festival road show. Yeah, yeah. So there's like two grown-ups and five comedians. Right. And the grown-ups <laughs> wrangle us into the show. <laughs> and they, we do the show and then they wrangle us out again and they drive the Tarago around. <laughs> and then the rest of the five of us go off looking for like the giant gold panner. Or something what? like that, which the uh, Bathurst, does, yeah. uh, as well as having a wonderful car circuit, mm. has a giant gold panel. Uh, Robertson near Wollongong has the giant potato. 
I haven't seen that. Uh, no, and even if you see it, you won't be sure that it's a potato. <laughs> the locals call it something else. Really? They oh, call- <laughs> right. It was gotcha. uh, yeah. It's big and brown and not very good. Right. Um, and we saw the big oyster in Taree. Wow. Which that, is that's not very big, is it? For an oyster, it's quite large. No, no, not, not, not when we're talking. Have you seen the big pineapple? No, I haven't, but like I'm excited about going to see the big banana. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. pretty impressive. I've seen the big mango. Where's a, that? Where's um, the big mango? The big mango is in... Oh, some tiny town that's about half the size of the Big Mango. I hate it when they cheap out and you can't <laughs> climb it. Yeah, if you can't merino, go inside it. The Big Merino yeah. you can climb. The Big big Pineapple you're encouraged to climb. Uh, <laughs> and they got like a little history of pineapples. Oh, that's a big banana. But the Big Prawn... You can't climb. Well, that's no good. And it's quite, it looks like quite a good vantage point from up there. <laughs> um, I, I like the ones that just really aren't quite big enough to be anything. Like, there's, a, there's a big bilby. We saw a big bilby in, I think, Hamilton or Horsham once. And there was a giant mosquito that we passed on the road yesterday, but I wasn't sure whether that was real or, or an attraction. It's something to do with global warming. Yeah. <laughs> we we uh, got people to call up with the pissiest big thing when oh, we yeah, were doing yeah. Martin Malloy years ago, and the winner was from the town of Penguin in Tasmania. Well, they got they got a big penguin. Of course they do. <laughs> and we've gone, how tall is it? And the guy's gone, oh, it's uh, six and a half feet. <laughs> we've gone, that's not very big. He's gone, it's very big for a penguin. There you go. <laughs> One day they're all going to rise up, those big things, yeah. and just smash us to yeah. pieces. There's, we've seen a big meat pie as well, which was just the size of a double bed. Which... Mm, I could sleep in that pie. And Christchurch, my hometown, has the giant garage door opener, which is quite <laughs> exciting. Is it? Is it? It's actually it's what? actually an ad. It's an, like you oh. know a three D sculptural oh, ad, but it's just know. it's a hand with a like a remote control with a button on it, and it's called the Dominator. <laughs> Here's what they've uh, got in the the United States of America. Oh, they've yes. got a restaurant in New York that won't serve you mm. unless you can speak English. <laughs> How well? How <laughs> do, well do, do I have, have to, to speak big? English? Well, there's a big row over it, and uh, here's an excerpt from the news last night. If I go to Mexico, they're not lined up at the border translating things in English for me. It's a sentiment which is gaining support across America. The U.S. Senate recently passed a motion making English the official national language, and President George W. Bush declared anyone who wants to become a citizen should be made to learn English. Right. So George Bush says that anyone who, mm. who can't right. speak English can't be in America. He right? Shouldn't be really throwing any stones. Should, should he? Can we have? A, have we got a clip of uh, George Bush there, Mr. Marsler? We do not want the Iranians to have a nuclear weapon, the capacity to make a nuclear weapon, or the knowledge as to how to make a nuclear weapon. Take some lessons. <laughs> Take some lessons, and then you can eat some food. <laughs> What about that woman at the beginning of that story? Let's hear her again. If I go to Mexico, they're not lined up at the border translating things in English for me. Do you reckon that woman even knows where Mexico is? No. no. She would know where the buffet is and maybe where the remote is. I, I think she would know how to sit in someone's breakfast is what you're saying. That's what you're saying. <laughs> not in my breakfast. I'm no sex Wiccan lady. Sorry if you've just tuned in. That'll be baffling. <laughs> baffling to me. Um... <laughs> Yes, speaking of not speaking English, this was on Current Affair on Monday night. Eight years into their marriage, Jan discovered a box tucked away in a back room of their home. It was a box of damning evidence. It has been one big lie. Her marriage was in shatters. Her marriage was in shatters? Is that English? Yes. Your marriage can be in tatters, and your marriage can be shattered. But how can your marriage be in shatters? That's not a sense. It's up Shat Creek now. The old, 
<laughs> We've all been shat off by a current affair. <laughs> that would make sense. Hey, uh, tell me something. What was in the box? <laughs> it was it was one of those ones where the pensioner had a double life and was. Uh, oh, and was a pensioner doing it? Yeah, he was collecting two pensions. That's, oh, that's oh, what's that wrong all? with that? I was like, oh, was it the head of a Turkish grandmother or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing that interesting, but pretty was, foolproof place to to hide it though. It was in, in a box. in a box. She didn't find it for eight years. <laughs> But as a result, marriage in shatters. We've got a program in shatters, and we'd like you to be a part of it. That'll be next. Get this. They call it manifestly inadequate. I call it piss poor. I call it pathetic. For Mrs. Olivia Buckley of Cherry Brook on Triple M. It's Get This on Triple M. Uh, Talkback Mountain is next, but check this out. Everyone, air synthesizers at the ready. Ready. Here we go. That's Van Halen here at Get This on Triple M. Cal Wilson is with us. And I just want to mention, Ed, a couple of things mm. we've got coming up. Tomorrow oh, yeah. is the day when it's a historic link-up yeah. between Triple M and one of its rival radio stations. Going down. Never been done before. Mm-hmm. We're teaming up with Patterson Lakes Primary School <laughs> PLPS School of Rock FM in yeah, Victoria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only has a three-kilometre broadcast radius. Mm, and we want that three Ks. <laughs> <laughs> we're teaming up with them. We're going head-to-head with yeah. this station on yeah. air. Looking forward to it. There's going to be primary school children going head-to-head with Ed Cavalier. Well, it's going to be ugly. I've beaten them before, and I'll beat them again. <laughs> Are you going to be wearing a school uniform? Sorry? Are you going to be wearing a school uniform? Whatever. I've got a tunic. I'll wear it. <laughs> And then he's going to flee the country at the end of the week for three weeks, <laughs> off to off to Germany uh, and Prague. And I, uh, some of my school friends are in Spain, and this is the this is how well planned out this is. All right, well, where, where should I meet you in Spain? Just call us from Germany, and we'll tell you whereabouts in Spain we are. Because oh. <laughs> they're quite small, both those countries, exactly. aren't they? Exactly. Yeah. But you're going to call in every day, yeah. And we're going to have. Is there going to be anything about football in your courses? No, I'm going to avoid that for your for your benefit, Tone. <laughs> But I want full updates on Otto Fister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Iron Fister. The coach of... Togo. It's a real country. Yeah. And Snato Garo oh, updates. look, it's... Yeah, they're uh, going, it's snatterific, my trip. Okay, now I have to show my ignorance. Is that a food or what uh, is that? No, that's a misspelling of Santo Chilaro's oh, right. name that we've become slightly obsessed oh, with. Oh, right. <laughs> and he's going to be over there doing yes. weeds, and Ed's going to be stalking him. Yeah, that's the plan. It's going to be the only World Cup cross with nothing about football <laughs> in it. Just for you, the listeners, and for people who don't like football, yep. here's a treat. Friday, another ep of our movie show, Lockie Hume Excellent. is back in. And, uh... Uh, that Hume, he's a big... Lockie Hume is a huge Lockie Hume fan. So he is. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Uh, he's good value, and he's, right. up, he's, he's, he's right. down to the final couple to be the Joker in the new Batman yeah, movie. Yeah. So yeah. we'll have uh, hopefully an update on that. Also, a lot of people have been calling up about the podcast. It is up oh, there. What's happening? It's at the bottom of the pile. For some reason, it got put on the bottom it's of the hidden. pile. It's a, it's a hidden podcast, but it is there. It's got a whole bunch of What's our Chris. On there? Any E Grant? Uh, no, E Grant's this week. All oh, right, fair enough. Egras is going to be on this week's. Oh, yeah. But we've got a big chunk of uh, Chris Isaac. Right. New podcast goes up on. Oh, I can't follow this program. Tomorrow, Thursday. Yeah, tomorrow. And a lot of people calling up wanting the Rex Hunt album <laughs> to be on. Yes, <laughs> obsessed with it, but it's got. Music in there. Yeah. It's got the Rolling Stones. You can't put anything on the internet no. that's got copyright music. Then people call up and go, but we've been to the ABC's website. Mm. And there's heaps of podcasts mm. with copyright music. Illegal! <laughs> call the police. The ABC's <laughs> website <laughs> is a billion-dollar lawsuit call waiting to happen. 
<laughs> Call the cops. That, that could be Monday's show. Perhaps you could try and bring the ABC down. <laughs> we'll take down the big ones. And let's do it now on Talkback Mountain. <laughs> News headlines, things we haven't got to. For example, man eats 47 cheese sandwiches in 10 minutes. That's a big one. Last year, this bloke, Joey Chestnut, (laughs) ate 50 hot dogs in 10 minutes. Oh, yeah? Now he's eating 47 grilled cheese sandwiches. People wonder why the world hates the United States. (laughs) Look how many sandwiches we've got and one bloke's eating them all. (laughs) Now... Is it, what are our chances of getting an interview with him, do you think? Because I'd love to know whether he just opens his throat and, like, hands and basically places <laughs> cheese sandwiches into his stomach. Have you tried that? <laughs> yeah. like, I would like to. I reckon the toast would be sore on the way down. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I the chances of a large woman sitting on the end of your sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened to me. woman sat on my breakfast, accused me of being a sex wiccan. If you've just tuned in. Uh, I've got a, a headline here. Uh, Chappelle's Corby, Chappelle Corby's sister has had her teeth filed. She's donating the uh, what's left over to Hillary Duff, which is nice. <laughs> so what has she filed them under? <laughs> Disturbing. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I've, I've got a headline. Yes. Rugby match mistaken for brawl. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Russians playing a game of amateur rugby have been arrested by police who mistook the match for a mass brawl. They arrested nearly 100 people and took them all to the local police station. Then it says they were released without charge when officers realised they had been playing rugby. (laughs) (laughs) They just couldn't identify rugby. No, maybe they thought the ball was like someone's head that had been torn off or... (laughs) Is that what's going to be going on over there, Eddie? You'd say, you know what you're doing over there? Man, I'm cool. Have you got a bodyguard or something? No, no, I've just got the international language of pointing and smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Choose your time to do that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's a headline. Yeah. Paris Hilton, a horrible cow. <laughs> Don't believe it. Our Queensland listeners know what I'm talking about. Two years after a well-publicised visit to Queensland charity Paradise Kids, the millionaire heiress has apparently broken a promise she made to seriously help seriously ill children and their families. Hilton pledged to organise a star-studded benefit. And this is what she said. I'll get a few friends together. I know the Backstreet Boys. (laughs) And never did it. Never organised it. No benefit concert has ever taken place. Efforts by Paradise Kids to contact Hilton have been unsuccessful. <laughs> um, and what else? She Oh, listen to this. This makes it even worse. Three months after her visit, a national magazine reported that Hilton had declared the charity received 500 grand in checks as a result of the public exposure she had given it. Not, Not true at all. Oh. And now people think, oh, they've got enough money. We don't need to give them any money because Paris Hilton's raised all that money. So Paradise Kids do need money and Paris Hilton not helping, although she has pledged to donate 25% of the pre- uh, proceeds of her next bout of slutty internet fellatio to the newly uh, needy <laughs> Queensland children and their families. But that's just appalling. I'll be rich. It's <laughs> just appalling. It's not good. And she's driven away from the scene of a car accident, uh, apparently. Bad week for Paris. What's that? I've lost the story of that one. You have. She's driven away. She's apparently just driven into a car, going, oh, no one will notice that. Nope. And then... no one's ever watching me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one ever recognises who I yeah, am. Yeah, exactly. Right. But there were cameras on her, uh. and they've seen her drive away from praying in someone else's car, wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Uh. And who knows what else is in that footage, but I'm sure it's already <laughs> on the internet. 
<laughs> is this what we're looking for? Just yeah, stories yeah, yeah, yeah. that we haven't got around to. Anything you've heard at all that could constitute yeah. news headlines. Yeah, and, and you know what? I'm willing to have it personal. Like, if you just think that you personally have done something good, or uh, if you just think that, you know, you would like to big note yourself. I'm into that. <laughs> and is there a prize, Ed Cavalier? <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, Tony Martin knows full well that I don't have anything today. This was designed <laughs> to make me look bad. Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what you'll win. The respect and admiration of a national listening audience. <laughs> Call us now with your news headline, one triple three five three. Over my head, brackets, cable car. That's the fray here at Get This on mm, Triple M. Yeah. Cal Wilson is sitting in this morning. And are we climbing the mountain? Yeah. <laughs> it's Jessica's favourite theme. Uh, hello, Angie. Are you there? Yes, I am. What's your headline? Someone overnight has gone and painted the Wally Lewis statue in Brisbane on State of Origin Day blue. <gasps> blue shorts, blue sh- jersey. Wally Miller, did you say? Wally, Wally Lewis. Wally Lewis. Yeah. Lewis. Who was a famous footballer who was famous bald football. but had a massive moustache. It was awesome. <laughs> and now he looks like one of the blue man group. <laughs> yeah, or so a smurf. You can get two more bald Baldy. blue statues. Yeah. smurf. Uh, and what are they? What's uh, Is it like a big manhunt in Brisbane today? Yes, it is, and they've already cleaned him up. He's now back to his original state. Oh, thank goodness. And <laughs> and uh, anything else about Wally Lewis you know? No. Good stuff. <laughs> All right. Uh, have you seen the X-Men 3 yet? Yes. And Rebecca Roman, no longer blue. No, but... Blue at the start of the film. Not blue at the end. Queensland got to her as well. That's cleaned nice. her up. Cleaned her up. I preferred her blue. Did you? Oh, I like the witch so, blue. She's just hot. So is uh, she just pink and naked at the end of the movie? Yeah, well, we don't want to spoil it. Yeah. She's no longer blue. No longer blue. Uh, hello, Kel. Hey, you going, guys? All right? Uh, excellent, sir. What's your, what's your headline? Uh, Mel makes move to escape Brittany. What? <laughs> what has he moved to Mars? Mel what's Gibson? <laughs> Mel Gibson, yeah. What's he done? Uh, he's lo- leaving, moving away from uh, Britney Spears. He says, um, the, gil- the gazillionaire... Who lives next door to Spears in the gated community in Malibu reportedly is packing up his wife and 10,000 kids. <laughs> so, why does the gazillionaire not like living next to Britney? Is it because of K Fed? No, his... we've actually got an insider here. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, the they... insider says people are always hanging around outside the gates. He's worried his kids might get hurt. A source reportedly said. <laughs> wow. So now they're reporting what sources might have said. <laughs> Twice the, removed. But he's moving to a house that's only got seven bedrooms, so how's he going to fit his 10,000 kids in there? Well, I think we know. Bunks, uh, bunks sky high. Kel, well, uh, uh, you, has, it, has anyone ever told you that you should go into news reading? No, they haven't, mate. That, no. was, that was informative and, and kind of titillating as well. Well done. Uh, Thank you. Hello, Sandra Sully. Hello, Michael. G'day. Michael, what's your, what's your headline? The batteries in my electric toothbrush have gone flat. Oh, look, I think that's on the internet already, Michael. Is oh my it? goodness. <laughs> it's the end of the world as we know it. So what did you do? Well, I, I just went to use it and I've got rechargeables in there and it just went and just died quickly, so I had to use it as a regular toothbrush. Oh, oh how God. exhausting. How did you get through that? <laughs> yeah, well, it's ruined my day. Oh. Have, have you got any quotes from an insider close to the source? <laughs> yeah. Um, no. <laughs> do you guys have any electric toothbrush? I do. 
Really? Mm. And so that eliminates the drudgery of moving your hand up and down, <laughs> doesn't mm. it? Mm. Yeah. And okay. it's always flat, so I just use it like a normal toothbrush. There you go. Any other headlines, Ed? Uh, for me? Uh, no. Sorry. Was... Yes, you had one just before. Oh, my new house has a table tennis table. <laughs> See? And I'm getting pretty good. There you go. That could <laughs> be one. Francesca, are you there with us? I am. What's what? your headline? Uh, the headline is, Councillors Accept Their Own Pay Rise. No. <laughs> Whereabouts is this uh, shonk taking place? Uh, in the Hawkesbury area. Oh, oh yeah. All right. So they had a vote, did they? They did, and it was unanimously accepted without discussion. <laughs> what did they said, do? Just uh, someone walked in with a note that said pay rise, and everyone nodded their head. I'm not sure what they what they did, but it was without discussion. But my um, a document here says that the Gazette is asking them to account for mm-hmm. how this vote took place, why they did it. Thank you, Hawkesbury Gazette. On to any any insiders. No, no insiders. I didn't. I didn't actually uh, turn the page to see the full story. I just got the headline. That's power too gone shocked. mad, isn't How it? They could vote for anything. Rebecca right. Ramon Stamos to be nude and blue at every meeting. Yes. <laughs> Unanimous. And uh, how much are they up to? How much are they raking in? Well, I tell you, it's the maximum uh, the maximum allowable, which is 13980 So you can't really get much That's of that, can ridiculous. you? Yeah. They'll have a new Hyundai by the end of the year. <laughs> they might, <laughs> if they save. I'm calling them a bunch of sex weekends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I just am. Thank you, everybody. And that was the news. Get this. I know for a fact that they're not qualified. For Mrs. Olivia Buckley of Cherry Brook on Triple M. That was the Violet <laughs> Femmes Blister in the Sun, a must for any cover band. You know, uh, it's almost time for us big, to go. Uh, big shout out to the uh, work experience boys looking so bored in a conference room. Wow. <laughs> And uh, nice to see that the uh, two members of Wolf Mother have decided to join us and be work experience kids. Fantastic. Just if they could bust out a few extended guitar solos. Into that. In the boardroom. They should be up on the boardroom table smashing things, really. (laughs) Should be. That's traditional round here. Uh, Cal Wilson, thanks for sitting in again. Cheers. Where are you? Are you uh, on tour? I'm still on tour. It's the magic of modern radio. Um, Mm. I'm off to New South Wales and uh, Canberra and South Australia. And who else is on the bill if people want to come uh, along? Eddie Perfect will be doing a bit of stuff. Yeah. Tripod will be popping in and out. Right. Damien Callanan. It's all happening. Mm. It's a skit house reunion. Yeah. Almost. Oh, yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, thanks to everyone who called up with uh, news headlines. Yeah. Kel, we're trying to secure you a position perhaps on the Channel 10 news oh, desk. Yeah. Yep. Going to have to uh, lose some vocabulary first. <laughs> then yeah. it'll be right. Just uh, listen to Current Affair because... Marriage in shatters. Oh, that's what I meant. That's a phrase that I'm trying to incorporate <laughs> into my life. My marriage isn't quite in shatters yet, but I'm, I'm working towards it just so that I can say that it is. Uh, thanks again to anyone who's uh, bothered to email us because our movie show is on Friday. Just oh, yeah. uh, go to the website, tell us what movies you'd like us to discuss Great in a, idea. a usual incisive manner. Great idea. I'm yeah. sure Heaven Tonight, we're hoping to play a bit of the oh, Heaven Tonight um, soundtrack. Yeah, I saw a uh, very suspicious looking video on your desk, Tony Martin. Is that Sizzle? Is that going to get people coming back? I'll talk to Barry Sizzle and see what he's got to say. And what about Gary Traction? And Greg Cutthroat. I love his work. He's down there in the Prussians department. Uh, yes, thank you, Cal, for coming in. Cheers. We'll see you again. And I think our key phrase today was Otto Fister. <laughs> and we will be back tomorrow with Josh Lawson. Yes. And it's all thanks to Mrs. Olivia Buckley of Cherry Brook. Thanks, Olivia.